This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, there are some pay incentives for those who volunteer to help at the U.S. southern border. A new goal for GSA to have the federal government run entirely on renewable energy in the near future. And a commission tasked with reviewing how sexual assaults are handled in the military has some suggestions. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal employees who volunteer to serve temporary details at the southern border are eligible for a special premium pay exception. The Office of Personnel Management says it will waive the usual bi-weekly cap on premium pay for employees working with the Department of Health and Human Services and its unaccompanied children program. That means employees have the potential to earn more overtime for their work at the border than they would during other normal circumstances. OPM says it usually waives the bi-weekly premium pay cap for work in connection with an emergency. President Biden's pick to lead the Office of Personnel Management says she'll restore, rebuild, and retool the federal workforce. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Kieran Uhuja says she'll bring something to OPM that the agency hasn't usually had in recent years. Leadership and stability. I commit to being there as long as I have the support of all of you and, and, and President Biden, because I do think it's going to be needed. OPM has had a revolving door of acting and permanent directors during the last two administrations. The Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee is supposed to vote on Ahuja's nomination next week. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. Biden's three nominees to the Postal Board pledged to put service first. The three nominees appeared yesterday in a hearing of the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee. They include Ron Stroman, a former deputy postmaster general, Amber McReynolds, who leads a nonprofit devoted to expanding voting from home, and Anton Hajar, the former general counsel of the American Postal Workers Union. They promised to restore trust in the Postal Service by improving service. The committee did not vote on the nominees yet. The president nominates a seasoned environmental advocate to lead the Bureau of Land Management. Tracy Stone Manning of Missoula, Montana, spent the past four years at the National Wildlife Federation, and she is the former aide to Democratic Senator John Tester. If confirmed, she would oversee over a quarter billion acres of public land and one-third of the nation's underground materials, including huge reserves of oil, natural gas, and coal. The Bureau of Land Management will play a key role in President Biden's climate change policy. The General Services Administration has a goal of using renewable electricity for the entire federal real estate portfolio by 2025. GSA says it will continue to eliminate fossil fuel use in newly constructed buildings with the goal of achieving net zero by 2030. The agency also launched a federal building decarbonization task group. The group will explore alternative energy methods and set climate action plans for federal buildings. The Department of Homeland Security launched its own climate change action group. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says the group will refocus and elevate DHS climate change activities. The Pentagon also releases a plan to combat climate change. As part of President Biden's Leaders' Summit on Climate yesterday, the Defense Department announced its plan to complete climate exposure assessments on all major U.S. installations within a year and all overseas installations within two years using the Defense Climate Assessment Tool, or DCAT. DOD says the tool will be used to identify potential climate hazards to which these installations are most exposed. 
A Pentagon panel says the decision to prosecute service members for sexual assault should be made by independent authorities, not commanders. The advice of the advisory group, which was stood up by Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, goes against decades of Defense Department precedent to keep sexual assault cases within the chain of command. The defense secretary says he will seek input from military service leaders before making any final decision. Austin has made combating sexual assault in the military a cornerstone issue. And to encourage people to work in public service, the federal government offers student loan forgiveness in exchange for 10 years of public employment. But very few Defense Department employees have tried to use the program, and even fewer have managed to get approved. We get more from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. A new study by the Government Accountability Office finds DOD isn't doing much to promote the loan forgiveness program as a way to recruit new talent, nor is it telling its workforce how to apply. That might explain why only about 5,000 employees have tried to get their loans forgiven since the program's inception in 1997. Out of those that did apply, fewer than 300 have been approved. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Fred Meyer, Simple Truth Turkey, or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Fred Meyer has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone.